Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell. You know, sometimes I think, Nelson, that you're joining me, not me joining you. Oh, no, this is my show. You are actually joining me. That's true. That's uh, I got the lawyers to write that up. Um, in so all... Obviously, you haven't met the lawyers because it's not your show. Like, you're... <laughs> You're just not really part of anything. That's, That's true. why in all documentation as well, people might not know this, but you request that your name is just one point font size bigger than mine. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Not many people pick up on that. Also, I legally changed uh, my name to Reddit, like read it. So it's Reddit <laughs> on Reddit. It's it's yeah, it's a whole thing. Um Cambo. Yeah. Um I'm going to have to start this episode. Normally, I start with a joke. Mm-hmm. A little funny joke I found. I look forward Dead to them. something. Yeah, not this week. No, no, no. This week, I am forced, I feel, to give a public apology, um, which is uh, because I was called out on something. Okay. Uh, now, I don't appreciate that I was called out on it because, Cameron, what's one of our rules? What is one of our rules? Well, it depends. We called out or we fact-checked? Well, there's no accountability at all, is there? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> fact-check is a hard and fast rule. But yes, we, yeah. don't, we don't ever want to be held accountable for anything we say. You're right. Yes. I, I was going with the can't be fact-checked unless in person. Yep. Uh, the only reason why I'm letting this one slide is because... Uh, just coincidentally, my family also brought this up with me and, and were quite angry with me in my my own view of this. Uh, quite a long time ago, we had an episode where um, I said that conditioner was a scam. <laughs> yeah. And that no one should buy conditioner because it's a huge, huge bloody scam by big, by big conditioner. Yep. Um, and... Uh, I may be exaggerated a few things when I said that conditioner was a scam. Uh, mainly that it was, in fact, a scam, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> What's a scam is, I just to clarify, yep. parts, the selling of conditioner, yeah. there are scammy parts in that. One being, doesn't repair your hair. Conditioner doesn't repair your hair. That's a big, big, big fat lie. And... It doesn't like put in vitamins and stuff. Or actually, no, wait, sorry, sorry. More specifically, there is like this thing that says shampoo strips your hair of stuff and then conditioner repairs that stuff. That's, that's, I think, like the the lie that's told. And so it doesn't do that. And it doesn't like putting vitamins in your hair does nothing as well. And so it it is useful for like, smoothing out your hair and so that you can brush it better and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. The idea that it does all these wonderful things. Do you know what it is? This is the comparison. It's like if I said toothbrushes are scams. <laughs> but really, okay, toothbrushes, we know these for. But the tongue Scraper. scrubber on yep. the back of the toothbrush, that's a scam. Okay. So I think those two things align perfectly. Well, and uh, yes, I just you may need, use conditioner if you would like. I just need to consider whether or not we've ever started the show with such a bombshell as you reversing your stance on conditioner a bit. 
I mean, yeah, well, just a bit, not too much. And people say we're incapable of growth, Nelson, but I say that right there is a primo example of you growing. I'm going to point them back to this episode every time. Unless, of course, in future I renege on this and I and I go back to thinking condition as a scam. It's a it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, can't change a man in his ways, am I right? But again, <laughs> um, did, did your girlfriend not also call you out on this very thing? Oh, yeah, this is how my girlfriend, yes. my so, mom, so, my sister, and my niece were all like... My niece so is like six. <laughs> while like, initially you were called out not face-to-face on our Discord, yeah. you were then also called out face-to-face in person, which we have to allow, therefore your apology had to be made. Yeah, it's, it's been made. Now shut up about it. How about that? <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into it, Cambo. This first one is uh, in the subreddit, Movies, and it was by Marvel's Grandman136. Bruce Willis becomes first actor to sell rights to deepfake firm to create a digital twin. Yes. You know, I saw this in the notes. Yes. I immediately thought, oh, Nelson, Nelson, Nelson. Oh, no. This Have I been the, scammed? This is the I've issue. I've been scammed like the toothbrush, like <laughs> this, the brushing of the tongue. This is the issue with our only reading the headlines mentality. One of the rare cases I knew more than the headline. Oh, no. Popped up. Uh, so yes, th- this this news article uh, that was that was linked in r slash movies, yep, um, did make the rounds. Uh, this one's from Collider, I can see. And just two days later, so the the, the yep. thing was, uh, the digital firm uh, Deep Cake is the is the firm said yep. we've got the rights to Bruce Willis now. We can make stuff with him forever. And then yeah. two days later, this headline from Gizmodo says, no, Bruce Willis is not selling his face. And apparently, as it turns out, that Deep Cake, the company that... Uh, do you remember I told you about the the uh, phone ad that Bruce Willis was in a while ago? It was like a weird uh, Russian phone ad and they deep faked him into the into the, into the ad. Right, and yeah. It, it, that was a few years ago and it kind of made the rounds. Being like, this is, this is weird. That's yeah. the company that claimed that they had the rights to it. Yeah. But as it turns out, all of Bruce Willis's family and representation are like, no, they don't. <laughs> they uh, right. they did a deep fake with him, so they have his like likeness on file. Yeah. But they have no legal right to his likeness and they have no uh, ability to sell it. He might have uh accidentally signed away his uh likeness without knowing, perhaps. Possibly. <laughs> That'd be an interesting court case, I'm sure. Like what if they were like Oh yeah, we're gonna do this ad, deep fake you in, pay money for it. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. His contract, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Turns out they have his identity forever. That would be really interesting, because you would think that they are maybe entitled to his likeness, but, but then that seems very the problem is wrong. right between deep fake and uh, there there is software out there that can mimic voices as well. I'm sure there's a lot of Bruce Willis voice file to go with. Deepcake, you're just going to make a video of Bruce Willis saying, yes, it is me, Bruce Willis. Yes. I grant Deepcake the right to sell my image, actually. I don't, don't want any money for this. Don't they- believe the other Bruce Willis. <laughs> also, here is 
President Lincoln <laughs> to back me up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I um, okay. Well, that makes me a little bit sad because uh, I was gonna say like I I love the decisions Bruce Willis is making about his life, which is like he knows he can't act, he has aphasia. That's a bit sad. Yep. Um, and he's like, I'm just gonna pump out a bunch of movies. Yep. And uh, you know, get as much money as I can. Which, by the way, was funny. I was talking about this with my parents, and my dad was just like disgusted that he did that. I was like, "Really?" I was like, "All the power trip." He's like, "You know, does he need the money? It's like, does does it like ruin his legacy? It just seems like a a a, um, a scam." He said it was a scam campaign. Uh, no, and and I was like, "No, it's it's such an awesome thing to do." He's like, "I'm gonna capitalize." on something that I, you know, I can't uh, continue to do. And so I thought this was the next step. And I was like, hells yeah, this is awesome. I, I, I think this is such a yeah. good move I, because I, I reckon it would be iconic to be the first person who sells their likeness. They might even be able to, you know, that, that might be used after their death regularly potentially and i see that as like uh, i I don't see that as a bad thing obviously be different if he didn't want to give the rights away there's multiple facets to this i think um one he's not the first actor to sell his likeness uh but it would be the first actor to sell his likeness for a deep fake so specifically to make a model of him yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, I know a lot of the OG Star Wars actors technically have sold their likeness. Therefore, they can put them on lunchboxes and whatever. And they don't need any permission to do it. They've just sold their likeness to Lucasfilm. They have that in perpetuity. Yeah. But, yeah, this this is, like, a slightly different of, like, he's selling the right to a digital him, essentially. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. The dark side of it, I think, is imagine if you're an up-and-coming actor. Like, that's already a hard enough industry to get into. And yeah. you're, you're trying to earn a wage and now this year can be like, hey, if you don't want to do it, we'll pull Bruce Willis in. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's good. I feel like if you could just put a big movie star in and not have to pay them what you would pay an actor. Yeah. See, I it, yeah, it's funny you say that because uh, my interpretation would have been and and uh, would, would be that you still pay... Bruce Willis's estate as much as you would to get Bruce Willis. Maybe a little bit less yeah. because there's some programming involved. But it's not that you're really saving out on but, but an from, actor. From the other point of view, though, do you think if if a bunch of really famous actors did this, say like 40 really famous actors did this, do you think yeah. that would really hamper the industry growing of actors? I actually don't think it would. No? I, I really don't. I, I think it's like the perception that it would. It's like the perception that, you know, uh, I don't know, TV would ruin film or and something like and that. And it did, Nelson. Film's dead yeah. and you know it. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where, where yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, there's logic there and it makes sense that, that this might happen. Yeah. But realistically, I think, like, it, it'll it'll allow the actor to be used a, a few more years after they're, after they're good, so to speak. And, uh, and that'll kind of be it. Yeah. Um, what if, but, um, yeah. What if Bruce Willis is relegated to being the dunce in movies? So someone's like, you know, 
like you need a character that's like, ah, oh, Bruce Willis is like, <laughs> and he just like falls on his butt and everyone laughs at him. And he's like, this isn't what I had in mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when this I originally quite, sold my life. Quite different. I thought you were just going to do like Die Hard 5 yeah, to yeah. Infinity. Uh, actually, that is that is where I think that would be, they'll be used the most. I think it'll be for franchises of, of, of yep. movies and films. I don't see them putting them, ne- like casting them necessarily in like new films. I think it'll be like, yeah, we've got this person. Yeah, we want to do another Die Hard or w- something. And w- Would you... Would you put in maybe some rules to, to keep fairness in the industry of like they can be used for established franchises that they are already in. So if you yeah. want to make Die Hard 8 or whatever. Yeah. So, okay, well, you can get Digital Bruce for that. Or if they're in an original movie, they need to be a supporting character and the main star still needs to be a real life actor. Yeah, yeah. That way you're, they... still, you're still encouraging new movie star talent to be the lead in a movie, but you are still getting legacy actors. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It would be so difficult to um, act with. Uh, I, I mean, I guess they've got somebody in like a mocap suit or, or something to to track them. But I, it would be so much, it's so difficult, wouldn't it? Like, let's say you're right, the main character has to be real, yeah. but every subsequent character could just be a deep fake. You imagine being in a room like a Lord of the Rings around the table <laughs> or something. Frodo's the only real one, and the rest are just dudes in mocap. <laughs> and it's like, well, the, the problem at the moment with deep fakes is, especially, is you need someone there. You're you're replacing their face essentially, so you yeah. still need an actor with Bruce Willis's proportions and height and yeah. basic face structure to still be on set and pay, yeah, to be there or whatever. I I hope they deep fake uh, the butt, Cambo. I can I can tell Bruce Willis's butt. <laughs> He's uh, it's tight, you know. Mate, he made it, it so good. He keeps it tight. He keeps it tight. Uh, all right, Cambo. Let's get into Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. This is Ask Reddit is by uh, Goodfellow One. What is something ancient that only an internet veteran can remember? There, you know, there was one recently that that was um, uh, destroyed, which is, oh. I don't know if you're aware of this, but up until the release of the movie Space Jam A New Legacy, mm-hmm. the original SpaceJam.com website had not been updated since 1996 <laughs> when Space yeah. Jam came out. And yeah. it, it was a complete snapshot of 1996 internet. It yeah, had the yeah. animated GIF background, which was an absolute nightmare, just tiled <laughs> across the thing. It had you could you could download uh, wallpapers. There was like a little section to download Space Jam wallpapers. That's awesome. It was wonderful. And then when the new no movie came the sti- out, no wonder the site was still alive. Yeah, <laughs> Ch- charging twenty five cents for a, for a wallpaper download, they'll be rich forever. But. When the new movie came out, obviously they had to update it to promote the new movie, and now it's just like a normal modern website, which I oh, I, I think is really is really sad. Yeah, that is sad. Um, actually, funnily enough, uh, I, I saw this like mini documentary. I don't know if you've seen it. I'm talking like mini, mini, like 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. um, of this guy who investigates the um, uh, marketing for the movie Office Space. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this so what happened was it was 
uh, Office Space didn't do well, apparently, in the cinemas when it first came out. And they think one of the reasons was because they did this marketing stunt yeah. where they put a guy in a glass booth, office booth, on top of a building and recorded him with webcams uh, for people to watch. And, he, and they could call up uh, the number and complain about their job to him. Huh. Um, and what was fascinating was that there is no evidence of this, barely at all. There, there is like, uh, you know, a website that's still up, but it and it doesn't have any photos of this. It t- talks about the event, whatever, but it it has this huge banner actually over across a, a, an image that was there. Um, like showing the setup that's like, you know, this is done or whatever, you know, like yeah. the movie's out or something. I don't know. And uh, and so this guy like gets into contact with the uh, actor who was in there. I think the actor is someone semi, like done, done okay for himself since, which is pretty funny. But um, uh, yeah, it, it seems so nuts. And, like, so he ends up getting photos from from this guy, yeah. but he's like, these these otherwise didn't exist on the internet. I find that really fascinating that some things can disappear. It seems like there is just no possibility of this, of um, you know, media ever being, you know, destroyed or, or unfindable in this day and age. Um, but something as early as well, was a '90s movie, like you know, it, could, it was totally disappeared. It's uh, it, that's funny. The 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 marketing to Office Space is a is a really interesting and great example of a of like studio interference fuckery. So yeah. um, uh, I, I read a book a couple of years ago called 1999 Best Year in Film Ever, and it was about the weird culmination of 1999 just having a lot of really classic iconic films one after the other. And yep. Office Space is mentioned. And even to the point where they talk about the poster for Office Space, they yep. they didn't see it until it was out in the market. Yep. And it didn't feature any of the cast on it. Yeah. All Jennifer it featured, Aniston in particular. Yeah. Didn't At feature- that time, <laughs> she was incredibly famous. Yeah, it, and she's in the movie. <laughs> they, they, they took this photo, I guess, just like the marketing part themselves. It's a man completely covered in post-it notes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Which I think is iconic. I actually kind of like it. Yeah, but they, they said the <laughs> problem was But to try one, and get the film out there. Yeah, they said one problem is they, they didn't tell anyone who was in it. And then um, from a distance, a lot of people thought it was Big Bird. Oh, right. Because <laughs> Sesame Street was quite big at the time. The spaces, yeah, the, 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 the font, the font that, that they've used is quite um, like cartoony for office space. And then there's yeah. a big blue thing looking from a distance. Like no one <laughs> knew what this thing was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah. Um, Great but movie. Anyway. There's, a, there's a nice cold recommendation for people. If you yeah. haven't seen the movie Office Space, it's a great movie. Yeah. Office Space is a great movie. Um, I had a, <laughs> this is a bit of a tangent, but I had an office space moment a few weeks ago. We were going to the Tulip Festival yep. in uh, Melbourne and it was inc- so ridiculously busy. I have never sat in traffic that bad because like up in the hills or so it's all like yep. only two lanes for forever anyway. And so we ended up deciding to park the car and walk for 40 minutes and we were walking past all these cars, like hundreds and hundreds of cars that are lined up in the street. And I was like, this is an office space moment, uh, which I guess you'll only get if you see the movie. 
Um, but uh, yeah, for 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 me, the like old ancient internet things, yeah, is uh, is uh, it's it's probably two things. It's like MSN, yep, Messenger. And and being able to even ICQ like really for for me and he was like just on the cusp of like going from one to the other I think, um, uh, and and yeah just that concept I think is really interesting and and how that evolved because it was like you're at school talk to your friends then come home immediately and go on MSN Messenger and just chat to people for like that seems wild that yeah. people just do that as opposed to like something different that's like commenting on a post or you know people like the way social media is now it just seems a bit more like fluid like commenting on and discussing an event whereas before it was just like jump on you know you double chat. click your friend's icon and be like hey yeah <laughs> how wild was school today the, the other one um, is I, I think uh, the the original version of this is Napster, but I think for our generation we were maybe just slightly too late for Napster. But uh, LimeWire, yeah, yeah, which was a, oh, like yeah, a, had, an, yeah. an illegal download program that just killed computers. Yeah, like just gave absolutely <laughs> riddled with viruses. That's what it was. The, the only no... time that you download something and then be disappointed that it's actually porn. <laughs> yeah, You're like yeah. oh, I, I want to see this new TV show or movie. Oh, it's porn! Oh, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the other thing in line with that is something that I miss as um, Star Wars kid. Oh yeah, Do yeah. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. It was just one of the I reckon the first things that I can remember of like internet sensation. Yeah where a dude was like trying to do cool Star Wars moves with a pole in his garage and then people just edited it and made it look really great. And it was just like the first yep. time anything like that had happened. Like the editing was brilliant on some of them. People put so much work in there. There's like no green screen and stuff as well. Like they would have had to yeah, do like it, frame yeah. by yeah. frame basically. Like, yeah, it was really interesting. Funny enough about Star Wars Kid, I was re-watching some Arrested Development the other day and I genuinely think that's a show that stands up com- incredibly well because it's very witty and it's not very based in uh, like a lot of pop culture stuff, except there is a plot line that is a parody of Star Wars Kid. Uh, yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, that's the only thing that really, really ages it, apart from yeah. Michael's big boxy baggy suits from the early 2000s. Yeah. But like, of a show that holds up, I would say better than most shows around 2002, 2003 when it came out, the yeah. Star Wars kid jokes are very much of their time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, yes. Uh, all right, let's uh, move into Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. And also sometimes advice. This Today I Learned is by Poison Fatal. Today I Learned a healthy person's average sleep latency the amount of time it takes to transition from wakefulness to sleep is only about 10 and 20 minutes. Um, that's it. There's the, there's yeah. the whole thing. Do you, what is your, what's your, th- how do you go getting to sleep? It really depends. If I, if I'm actually good about it, I, not bad. Yeah. Ideally I will read like a proper, like physical book for a little bit and then go to sleep. And I, I can fall asleep in a few minutes that way. 
Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I don't do that most of <laughs> I stay up really late. I look at screens and then I go to bed and then I look at another screen like real close to my face Yeah, for yeah. like 20 minutes. And then I'm like, all right, I'll go to sleep now. And then yeah. I, I close my eyes. I'm like, well, now I'm, why can't I go to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> I read this thing about, um, you know, like if you're, let's say you're purposefully trying to stay up all night yep. and sometimes you feel like you get a second wind. Um, it's about your body that's like, initially it's like shutting down functions. And then it's like, oh, well, looks like we've we've passed a point where we're, we're staying back up. up. So like boot it back up. And uh, I, don't, I don't know how like reliable this is, by the way. I, I heard this once probably on a random Reddit article. So who knows? But uh, I just thought that was, that was interesting because I feel like that can happen to me sometimes. If I just stay up just a little bit too late, my body's like, yeah, I, I tried. I tried. You didn't go to sleep. So I'm, I'm starting everything back up uh, and I'm just going to keep you awake for a while. Um, I, I found for me, the thing is I used to be just a horrible, really horrible sleeper. And uh, I just sort of found out one day that it was due to caffeine, I think. I think that was the thing that really, really hit me off and I like encourage anyone that has trouble getting to sleep is like don't have caffeine after midday yeah like because to me even just like if I have a coffee or something just after midday and it doesn't even have to be coffee it can be something that's like that just has caffeine in it like, even if it's like a little bit of caffeine a little bit later at night yeah it, it'll just keep me up for forever and I and I always it was such a revelation to me that I feel like I always need to tell people I'm like if you if you struggle to get sleep please just just try for like uh you know a month or something don't have caffeine after 12 and you might actually finally get get to sleep so much better and you sleep uh, okay now yeah yeah now I sleep I guess every now and again there'll be there'll be something that like keeps me up for forever a little while ago, I had an idea about a, a game because um, I, was, I was trying to, you know, I'm learning how to program. And so I was, I was trying to come up with something that I could just sort of do as a bit of a um, bit of a learning exercise, yep. learning game. And uh, just as I was like falling asleep, I was like, what about this? And then my mind went, bing. OK, <laughs> yeah. let's think about this for the next hour and a yeah. half. And uh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that really sucked. Um, but yeah, otherwise, otherwise I'm, I'm kind of okay. Much to the chagrin of my girlfriend. She, uh, she doesn't get to sleep very quickly and she hates it because every night I'll get to sleep. She can tell I'm a snorer. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) probably why she can't get to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you get to sleep first, she's got no hope. But she's, she's a snorer as well. So really it's like a challenge between the two of us. So you get to sleep first. Otherwise you just up all night. Sounds like Uh, you need separate bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We'll be one of those, those couples. Like we, trust me, we love each other, but we just (laughs) live on, we, we, we go to sleep in different rooms. It's better this way. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, let's get into, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Uh, We're going to skip shower for thoughts for this week. Um, and I do like shout outs, but yeah, whatever. Uh, let's get into pod napping. Oh, oh my God, I'm being pod Podnapping. This is pod napping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another thing and we do it ourselves. Yes, it's my week this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
as you know, I've been trawling through various subreddits that I like, and I try and find mm-hmm. interesting subreddits that I think I want to shine a bit of a light on. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. done that again this week. This time, we're in the subreddit r slash fan theories. Oh. So, I okay. love a, yes, I, yes. I, I love a good fan theory. Yeah, fan theories can be great. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I picked out a couple that I like. Now, here's the thing. I do you do you want me to keep this a bit shorter? You've put a lot of uh, listener emails in. Yeah, I've yeah. got a well, bunch, but I can I can minimize and skip over a few if you if you'd prefer to keep it a bit shorter. I'm gonna do at least three listener emails, so you okay. judge. Right. Although the first one is not really actually the first two aren't really anything. So eh. you know. Well, anyway, yeah. I'm gonna start with the <laughs> the longest one. <laughs> okay. okay, get that out of the way. Uh, this is this was posted by Humanoid Mold Five in Fan Theories. Yep. Uh, tell me if you've heard this fan theory. Pennywise and Mary Poppins are members of the same species and they work on the rules set out by Monsters, Inc. What the <laughs> F? Okay. Yes. So Penny, oh, yeah. Penny, Pennywise the Dancing Clown from Inc. This does make sense. Well, <laughs> they, they have, they've explained their theory. Do you want to hear? Oh, okay. Oh, no, I was just satisfied. I was like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Get it. <laughs> Makes sense. Move on. Next, next feather. No, okay. Explain uh, it further. All right. This, this, this one's the longest one, so bear with me. Yeah. Each return every 20 something years, Pennywise 27, Mary Poppins 25, to regenerate energy from a new group of children, but also have a tendency to return to those they met on their last visit. Pennywise returns to the losers, Mary Poppins returns to the banks. Mary Poppins manages to maintain energy for 25 years despite interacting with less children than Pennywise, who requires 27, as she relies on children's joy, unlike Perry- Pennywise, who relies on their fear, as proven by the Monsters, Inc.'s children's laughter is more is worth more than their fear. Upon each Wait, of- doesn't that mean... Sorry, I... I did, that's the right way around? Is it, uh- so she, it be she Mary Poppins does is twenty seven years apart, but she has two kids. But Pennywise has like six. Oh, oh saying I from, see. From, sorry, from two sorry. kids, yes, she yes, gets yes, twenty five yes, years. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay. There's no holes in this theory, Nelson. Please yeah, stop yeah, looking. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. Upon each of their returns, they draw a child named Georgie away from their siblings with a paper toy, then appear alongside that toy to return it to Georgie. Mary Poppins returns Georgie's kite. Pennywise acts as though he's returning Georgie's boat. Each has the same set of powers in which they can take advantage of what lies in their children's minds. Mary Poppins uses their imaginations and Pennywise uses their fears. Mary Poppins famously has a living reflection that can function separately from her. And Pennywise is shown to share this ability in It Chapter (laughs) 2. In each of these stories, the parents are oblivious to the fantastical situations being experienced by the children. The Losers Club forget their experience as children until Pennywise returns, and the other Banks children do not. For, uh, and although the Banks children do not forget Mary Poppins, they do forget about the magical experiences that happened, and they only remember them once Mary Poppins returns. Uh, each has a love for singing and dancing. This should be obvious for Mary Poppins, but becomes clearer for Pennywise when you remember he refers to himself as Pennywise the Dancing Clown and dances for Beverly in Chapter 1 and Richie in Chapter 2. Pennywise is heavily associated with uh, the song Oranges and Lemons, which is a song about old London where Mary Poppins lives, showing oh that God. Pennywise has an awareness that another member of his species is out there and he knows exactly where they are. We're almost at the end. Pennywise has a mystical light source called the Deadlights. And although we never see Mary Poppins 
deadlights, it's likely she has them too, as in Mary Poppins Returns, she creates imagine as uh, she creates an imaginary crowd of lamplighters and sings a song, Trip a Little Light Fantastic, <laughs> which may possibly be her way of convincing the children to look into her deadlights without scaring them. Yes. At the end of Mary Poppins Returns, the characters all grab balloons and float with her into the air, and the balloons and floating are both heavily associated with Pennywise. Um, flawless. Yeah. <laughs> the same world, practically the same world. Which which came which came out first? Uh, as a, Mary, Mary as Poppins will have come out before the book. It. E- yes. Book. Oh it, yes. Mary, it, Mary it, Poppins is quite old. Yeah, yes. It was like mid eighties, I think. The book. Yeah. So really, Um, we would need uh, Stephen King to confirm this. I would love if he was like, oh my God, I didn't think anyone would pick that. (laughs) (laughs) But yes. But yes, Yes. absolutely. (laughs) Yes. This was was barely an original idea, if anything. (laughs) Yeah. And Um, then for Monsters, Inc. to be like, yes, yes, we we actually put that connection together and then created (laughs) Monsters, Inc. It's all tied together. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a great fan theory. I love I love a wild fan theory that just weirdly lines up like that. I've got yeah. a I've got a couple of shorter ones, like single. Yeah, sentence yeah. Ones. I want to hear them. I want to hear them. I like. Okay, them. this is uh, posted by Reds One Nine One, and it's uh, each of them they signify the franchise that they're a fan theory of. This is about Marvel, mm-hmm. and the fan theory is Groot's real name is Tree, and he explains in Avengers Infinity War it's established that Thor speaks Groot. When Thor introduces Groot to Captain America, he says, this is my friend, Tree. Therefore, Groot's real name is Tree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It it holds up. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. But he says he is Groot, Gambo. I don't know. But that's all he can say. That's his whole language. (laughs) He's meant to be the last Groot in the world or something. Yeah. Okay, so we don't know if they all do we. We don't know if they all say I am Groot. Well, that's true, I guess. Yeah, maybe he's a freak. They might say I am Nelson, for example. And yeah, if he's the last of his last species, let's say all humans died out, and I was the only one, and I also suffered some traumatic brain injury, <laughs> and I could only say I am human, then this holds up. I yeah. think maybe I've decided his name is Tree. I'll do one more, which is a medium-length one. Uh, this one is about The Office, uh, specifically the US office. Okay. And it's titled... Uh, this, sorry, this is by Deleted. Uh, titled, <laughs> Why the Scranton Employees Become So Weird in Later Seasons. And then this okay. is something we've talked about <clears throat> in that yeah. there's characters that start like in season one as real people. By the time you get to season nine, they're like weird caricatures of people. Super wacky. This yeah. person has a theory about why that is. Okay. They say, anyone who has watched The Office knows that the characters become characters of themselves as the series goes on. Kevin goes from being a slightly dull but still functional accountant in the beginning to trying to glue a turtle shell back on using office supplies. Dwight goes from a weird guy who takes his job way too seriously to a guy who shoots a co-worker with a tranquilizer dart and slides his body down the stairs. The yeah. branch goes from dysfunctional but believable office setting that gets so hopped up on expressos that they rip up the carpet. Why are the employees so weird later in the series? The series has a running joke where Toby wants the building to be checked for radon, but no one ever takes him seriously. However, Toby is right. Over the years, the radon 
in the building caused many of the Dunder Mifflin employees to develop brain cancer, also greatly altering their personalities the longer that they worked in the building. The flanderization of their characters is a direct result of radon, of radon poisoning into their brains. This is why Michael is so different in the final. By the time his time in Colorado allowed his braid to overcome the effects of the radon poisoning, thus allowing him to mellow out and become more mature finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Just uh, everyone in the office is slowly, slowly being poisoned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if that's the reunion. They're like, yeah, yeah. this is kind of now. Yeah, reunion and there's like m- most of them are dead. It's it's really just about like a court case. Yeah, Jim, Jim's lying in a hospital bed and yeah. he's got no hair and very frail. And you're like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, interesting. It, I, I prefer having a theory about it rather than rather the, than the nothing clearly, at all and yeah. just being like oh this is the, it's so dumb that they they turn to these people and say hey i appreciate it i appreciate yeah. it <laughs> Help, helps yeah. round it out <laughs> right. i'll leave it with those three for now uh, maybe i'll come back to these a little bit a little bit later yeah. if, I, if i'm desperate for another pod napping but yeah we'll, we'll get into some of these uh shall we get into the ama let's get into the ama we're listeners of the show just like you listener can write in and ask us anything you want uh got an update here from Huzm. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a thing I love to read in email. It says bidet info. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, we did talk about bidets the other week. Uh, yes, you can adjust pressure. Some are gentle, like older European ones where you're supposed to all, uh, you're supposed to also supposed to, uh, <laughs> I think it was just typo. I guess, yeah. uh, wash your butt with your hands. Those are weird. The best yeah. ones have enough pressure that you can turn it up and really clean everything. Then you need yeah. a couple of squares of TP to dry off. Once you bidet, you'll never go the old way. Um, interesting. Yeah, because I, yeah, if there's no pressure into the bidet, it seems pointless. Yeah, I don't want one. But then if there is a lot of pressure, I just feel like that would make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm gonna have to test this out. Yeah. But I don't have a bidet. I do have a garden hose. So then you got to be there. I don't know what to tell you. I think I think almost the the benefit of the garden hose is I've got an attachment that actually allows me to have quite a few different settings. Yeah. Uh, for what, example, one of one of them is like a mist setting. What I, I, look I, I think to, I'll start with that. <laughs> what I look forward to is the day that you're out in the back garden and and you shout, "Alan, come here for a sec!" <laughs> and she walks out. And you're handing her a hose while you're bent over with your pants down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gambo, I'm not an animal. I'm, I'm sure I could just hold it backwards sort of in the in that sort of position. I think we should be more concerned about the turd that I've just laid on the, on the, in the garden bed. <laughs> well, you got to test it. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's another one. Uh, it's by Hazard. Oh, my God. I really hope Cambo's birthday is first or else I miss... Oh, wait, maybe the... Uh, is, is the subject line of this relevant? Probably. Happy birthday, Cambo. Yes, it is, in fact, relevant. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I really hope Cambo's birthday is first or else I miss Nelson's. Oh, well. Wait a second. Uh, I think I'm offended by that. Wait, wait, it's wait. Not, it, it hasn't been my birthday yet. Well, first of all, uh, as I had to tell you, you're late by almost exactly a year. It's almost gone all the way back around to Nelson's birthday, which is in a few days now. You're so late. 
Oh, so late. How dare you? Um, yeah, because I feel like uh, that means she definitely remembers yours 100%. <laughs> and then just like vague on mine. Uh, anyway, uh, happy birthday, Cambo. Between the house and your engagement, you've had a good enough year to balance out the quality you've been putting out <laughs> with Reddit on Reddit. And net positive is all that's important. I mean, only just though, isn't it? Like, well, point, to, point to be one. fair, has it said balance out? I don't think we're in a net positive yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, yeah. As soon as we get like just a couple of good, decent quality uh, episodes, yeah. then, then we might be in We'll the get at least one by the end of the year. I feel it. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I hope you have a great birthday, and I really hope Nelson's birthday didn't pass already. Love you guys. Has a. Yes, lucky, lucky that my birthday hasn't passed yet. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's do another one. Let's do another one. Okay. Uh, thank you for the happy birthday, Pazza. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, how are we doing for time? Um, should I do yeah, the I'll longish like, one or the shortish one? Um, um, do, do the next one in order. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from CN. In episode 302, uh, I mentioned I was moving out to my own place. You had three things you wanted me to write back in with after two weeks. It's now been eight weeks. I was never good at homework. One, what has moving out forced me to learn? Cleaning. You you did say this originally when you read out my other email all that time ago, and you were right. There's always something that needs to be cleaned. I haven't gotten around to cleaning my fridge yet. I wonder if it's about time to do that. That's a reference to my other email. I hope it's still topical after eight weeks. Oh, uh, yeah, we definitely get that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, everyone remembers. Don't worry. Everyone about it. remembers. Uh, number two, what have you done with your new freedom and was it worth it? The first thing I did after moving out was make a cough tea, a coffee that also has a tea bag in it. I don't mm. know why, as I've never considered it before. Maybe something about owning my own coffee and tea bags rather than using what my parents had made me look at things in a new light. Note. I do not recommend. It was disgusting. <laughs> I actually find that so funny. That that was like the first thing that you had to do. And it wasn't, it's clearly not something that you planned, but you're like, do I want a coffee or tea? Coffee or tea? And then you went and started making one. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> I, I can do whatever the hell I want now. You, you were halfway and, through uh, making a coffee and said, it's too late for a tea now. I wanted a tea. And then you went, or is it too late for a tea now? <laughs> Uh, number three, will you learn the self-hymling maneuver? Did we ask that? I don't remember that. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I should, but haven't yet. Sincerely, yes. CN. P.S. I noticed you forgot to get me a housewarming present, but it's okay. To make up for it, I'd like to formally apply to be a co- uh, the podcast first uh, podcast listener fuckhead. Oh. oh now, now, we love a loophole, Belson. Yeah. Will yes. will we allow this loop? Because it's it's a good loophole. We've never had a yeah. podcast listen to fuckhead. Here's the thing. I think uh, this this is what I'm willing to grant. CN, you are definitely the podcast listener fuckhead. Yeah. Now, as a uh, fuckhead podcast listener, yeah. Um, really, the one and only benefit is that we read your emails uh, <laughs> as they come in. So, like uh, Hazem and Hazza, they wrote their emails after some other people, but we mm. read them first. I think, uh, CN, we put off your emails until you're literally the only one left. Yeah. And that's when that's when we'll read them. That's <laughs> so. that, that that's a great monkey paw catch, right? Like yeah. you, you wish for something but it's it's got a twist. Yeah. If a fuckhead podcast is the highest tier of listener, 
Yeah, a podcast listener fuckhead is the lowest tier of listener. You, you, you are the lowest. We'll allow, <laughs> we will allow you yeah. to withdraw your application if you'd like. Absolutely. But uh, if you choose to it, uh, choose to be the the podcast podcast listener fuckhead, yeah. um, it, it's possible we will never read one of your emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the idea that uh, I, I thank CN for this suggestion. Now that now that we've decided that a podcast fuckhead, uh, a podcast listener fuckhead is this, one of the rules is you can't ask to be a fuckhead podcast listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you do too many times, we will instead yep. grant you the rank of podcast <laughs> listener fuckhead. Yes, for asking too many times to be a fuckhead podcast listener. Anyone can apply to be a podcast listener. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> applications open. For Ask that away. Like. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Well, we uh, better end the episode there. Uh, but thank you for adding in CN, uh, Hazza, and Hazm. Uh, if you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast, gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Uh, we'd also appreciate if you could subscribe and uh, rate the show. Yep. Um, highly, obviously. And uh, send, in those, <laughs> send in those applications for podcast list to fuck it. Yeah, applications ex- being accepted now. Yes, yeah, so we uh, might take a while before we read them, obviously, the application. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. So thanks for listening, and we will read you later.